Hey, what's up, Geekscapists? Welcome to a brand new Geekscape episode. I'm actually recording this one at Meltdown Comics uh, because I need a little extra space and because we've got almost a full band here with us on Geekscape. So it is a musical episode. Uh, my buddies, the Suburban Legends, are here. We've actually got Derek, Vince, and Brian Clem from the Suburban Legends here, and they're going to play a couple songs and talk about their new album. Uh, it's actually called Day Job. So why don't you guys take that, this opportunity and start a forum thread on Geekscape.net talking about what your day job is and how it's different than what you would love to do. Like, what is your dream? And then what is the day job that you need to keep in order to, to, to sustain yourself in pursuit of that dream? So um, I, I think that's something that we all deal with, and we're definitely going to talk to the Suburban Legend guys about that. It's something that we've talked about on Geekscape. Um, a couple shout-outs real quick. Um, if you guys want to email me anything... Jonathan at Geekscape.net. You can also look for Geekscape on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. I'm at Jonathan Leonard on Twitter. But a uh, quick shout-out real quick. Um, our buddy Justin McCumber, who lives in, uh, in Texas, a couple of years ago, I, on Geekscape, talked about a, like a little... It was almost like a, it was like a, like a, almost a single-chapter sci-fi book that he had sent me. And it, it, it was uh, short. It was really great. And Justin just put out his first book, Haywire. And it's up on um, Amazon and, like, the Kindle store. So if you guys like sci-fi, he's a really competent writer. I was really blown away. And uh, his book, Haywire, is out there right now. You guys should buy it. I think uh, as of the recording of this, there's, like, a sale for, like, three ninety nine. Um, you can get the book cheap. And it's awesome. And you guys are sci-fi fans. Another thing, and we'll talk about this on the episode. Um, you know what? I'm going to save it for the episode. If you guys want to hear this hilarious story, you got to keep listening. This is Geekscape. I love you guys. I'm here with uh, the Suburban Legends guys. We've actually been friends for a couple of years. I did. Uh, do you guys remember VJ who shot the uh, who shot uh, Geekscape in the early years? He also shot most Geek Drum episodes. VJ and I shot a video back in I think it was like 2005, 2006 for uh, 2000, yeah. It was like come back home for come back home. When we shot it, and like the rule was we we only spent like fifty dollars on it. And I think the video cost sixty five. So I think we we broke our rule. But if you guys look for Suburban Legends Come Back Home on YouTube, you can see the video that we made. It's like, what is it? Vince is broken up with a girl and leaves the pug. Cheese, my pug, my, my pug Cheese is in the video. Yeah. And uh, the video is technically challenged. I think like, it, doesn't, it doesn't look very good. It's a no, good video, though. No yeah, fault yeah. Of <laughs> it's a good video. Like, Ryan plays the dog catcher. You're searching for the dog. We didn't work Derek in there. We need to work Derek in there somehow. Yeah. But, but it, what is it? Is it I, guys, I think that's my phone. I'm, I just, I just gave these guys a lecture. First yeah, I think I just gave these guys a lecture about turning off their phones. Who is it? Hey, who's it's that? Laurel. Oh, it's oh, the that's wife. my wife. All right. Well, I'll, we'll call her in an hour after the episode's over. <laughs> um, so, guys, um, the Suburban Legends guys are here because they just have a new album out uh, called Day Job. And how, what was the process of putting this video? Uh, like this, uh, I'm only talking video because that's like my relationship with you guys is video. <laughs> but now I got to think about you guys as like musicians. 
right? And it, it's it's hard because Vince and I had an, like an hour long conversation the other night about putting their video together, like your new video together, and what that would entail. But we could talk about that a little later. Um, day job. Oh, this is a pretty ska heavy album. Why? I don't know, because I think we ran the gambit with all our other stuff. We did ska, then we did slick uber pop disco, mm-hmm. then kind of ska pop, and then it's kind of come full circle to us being just a pure ska album. Yeah. It's just like a straight rock ska. I think we wanted to do something that was natural for us, and it was fun as a band, and at the same time, like, you know, because the fans, I think, after Infectious and, like, Let's Be Friends and stuff, they were just like, what's this band? Who's these guys? And then so we, you know, decided to put out a good ska rock record, and it was a blast to do. Organically done. Yeah. Took yeah. us organically two years to do. Yeah. Did it really? Yeah. Uh, the thing is, like, I met you guys, and you guys were still making, like, the ska albums, right? And you guys come out of, like, the Orange County ska scene. You know, you play a lot of shows with Real Big Fish, the Aquabats are good friends with you guys. Um, you guys actually share your rehearsal space with the Aquabats. Yeah. yeah. And so you, you're tight with all these ska bands, and then all of a sudden you come out and you start doing like a pop album. And, and, and ska fans, like, ska fans, because they're almost like mutants in the Marvel Universe. Like, like there's so, there's so few ne- of them are now, like, but around. But when there's a ska show, they come out of the walls like yeah, a Captain yeah, EO yeah, show. Yeah, yeah the, 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 the ska fans are the uh, are mutants of, the, Mar- of like, the, the, movie, like, the music scene because there are few of them left. People make fun of them, but they are hardcore. When you guys made these pop out, like these two like albums, they were pissed, right? Oh, oh they're more than pissed. <laughs> they were they were very okay with vocalizing how they felt about the album. Yeah, so we yeah we definitely took that into consideration uh, when we were making Day Job. We were like, okay, we want something the fans are gonna just like undeniably and not you know give them any crap in between. So. I think in the end, too, I mean, the last, the last record that we did, the ska songs that we did were always the funnest. So I think in the yeah. end, Suburban Legends, we always make, when we, when we make ska or our version of ska rock, it just, it's so much fun. And it's, what were you guys running from? Like, why, why, why not just do, if ska is the most fun, what were you guys trying to push? Like, what were you guys trying to do? We're trying to, you know, like. Get a radio gotta, hit? Like, we were you gotta, guys trying to sell the fuck out? We got to get a record deal. <laughs> we got to do all this stuff. We got to tour with NSYNC. We got to move. And it's just like. And it's just advancing further into, like something bigger than what, you know, we needed to go for, I guess. Yeah. Are you guys serious? The, the, like, those last two albums were literally, like, you guys' uh... Well, Infectious like, kind of was. Infectious yeah. was. Yeah, it's like, like half and half, you know, like, part of us wanted to go bigger and take take the whole band and the project, like, to a bigger level, but then, you know, it, it was musical, too. You know, we were kind of influenced by, like, pop music and, like, Definitely. And, like dance and disco and, like, those vibes, so I think kind of half and half, but then it ended up just not translating well with most fans. I yeah, because even our even like Rum Shaker has you know elements of disco and stuff. Yeah. And we were like a we were a four piece horn, like our four piece horn band would do like boy band dance moves. So I mean, you know, we all listen to pop music. So we're like, let's try to put out a pop record for fun and see what happens. But and the thing is, we <laughs> liked it. It wasn't very fun for anybody else. Yeah, we loved it. We're like, check this out. You guys are gonna love this. And it's like blew up in our face. Uh, it's tough because like your live show, you guys literally do those synchronized dances. You guys still do those like synchronized dances and stuff. And um, in, in it's easy, I, I guess, for, for a band to have that kind of response. People are like, oh, we love your synchronized dances and this and that. And you guys are like, well, if you love that, <laughs> <laughs> just wait. Because <laughs> we're going full in We're going O-Town on you, yeah. motherfucker. <laughs> Committing. Yeah. We definitely committed. <laughs> it's like, yeah. okay, maybe, uh, maybe that wasn't such a good Yeah, because before, idea. like, the dance was like, oh, it's so funny, you guys do dances. And, like, well, we're going to have the music to back it up. Now it's full boy band pop. <laughs> Man, it's like, you guys ain't seen shit yet. Yeah. 
so uh so what happened like like did you guys lose tours did you guys lose the uh, opportunity of things because i mean all, all i know is i haven't i mean i saw you guys play i guess it was real big fish house of blues a couple of years ago like two years ago or maybe even yeah it was probably two years ago and and i kind of fell off the radar with you but it wasn't because it wasn't because of you guys and, or your music or anything like we've always been friends it was just we just stopped hanging out and talking like you know, uh, we we, we kind of grew out of, like, I kind of grew out of music. You know what I mean? There's, like, nothing for me to listen to. That's easy enough to say right like, now. It's really fucking hard. Like, music's awful right now. Yeah. And I remember on the Geekscape side, I wrote this two-year, uh, like, anniversary, like, my thoughts on, on Kerplunk, which is, like, such an important album for me. And I was like, yeah, I remember where I was when I first listened to Kerplunk. I remember where I was because I didn't even, what brought me to Kerplunk, Green Day's Kerplunk, wasn't even the album. It was the album art because I was into comic books and I was like, well, there's a cute girl yeah. with a funny flower and maybe, maybe this would be good. And I put it on and I was like, wait, what is this music? And I remember writing a 20th anniversary like appreciation article that's up on the site and Matt Kelly and I tried to get a punk site to to publish it for us to like share, you know, give Geeks Geeks some traffic and they, they didn't. And we look at their site and it's all like Skrillex and shit. And I'm like, what the fuck? And this is like absolute punk. So it's like a, a, it's literally a site called Absolute Punk, and there's all this Skrillex stuff. Uh-huh. And I'm like, we're familiar with Absolute. Punk. Yeah, I'm like, definitely. I'm are. like, <laughs> I don't even know music anymore. Like, you know what? Stick a fucking fork in it. I'm not going. Like, it's hard for me to buy albums anymore. Mr. T Experience haven't put something out since '04. <laughs> fucking forget it. Like, I'm done. But you guys, what? What? I mean, Alex and, and you guys sent me this new album, and it's like, welcome back home, Johnny. Like, <laughs> <laughs> You really I, felt that way? That's awesome. <laughs> I, I did, because, I don't know, like two years ago, you and I, Vince, like, were like, hey, we got to do another video, but the, the rule applies. It's going to be $50. <laughs> and, uh, which now we think is a mistake. <laughs> but, but, um, but, yeah, you guys sent me this album, and it, it just felt good. You know what I mean? Not that I hate, didn't like the last two albums, but this one just felt good. I think because of that, I think a lot of people, because it doesn't seem forced. And I think that's the way the way we wrote it. It wasn't forced. We took a long yeah, we took a long time to write it. It was very organic and we all had a great time writing it. And I think that comes through a lot when you're listening to it. It doesn't you don't say you don't say like, "Oh, this song's all right." It's like I really like this song. It's very genuine. It's it's not overproduced with bells and whistles or anything. It's just straight ahead. This is just live band the whole time. And I think it's it, it's easy to hear listen to that because you don't you, you don't hear that a lot in the radio. It's all overproduced. It's like ask that band to play it live with just guitar, bass and drums and singer. And it's like, well, what about the keyboards and the sequencing and the auto-tuning? The auto-tuning, yeah. 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 We weren't too critical on this record, too, while we were making the music. I think we just laid down stuff. And we were like, that's cool. Or, that's not cool. And like, <laughs> we weren't like, we wouldn't listen back to it and go, well, what about this one particular note? Is it really coming through? I don't, we weren't really like, there wasn't anything that seemed like it was a huge issue in this record. We just kind of like either dug it or didn't. Yeah. It came together just like it just worked. It, there was, it wasn't forced writing this record. Like before we wrote this, this record, we were trying to write and we were just, we were demoing. It was just like, this isn't working. And so we took a long time off and then we just started writing again and it just came together really naturally. We had a great time writing together. It was like, fuck, we got to write together. Wait, can you swear on this? Yeah, you can. Oh, it's a podcast. It's the yeah. internet. It's <laughs> so internet. like, fucking shit. We're recording the nude. Why wouldn't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think a lot of it, it's, 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 I hope a lot of people feel that way about it. Like, welcome back. You know, it's, there's still Orange County ska out there. And you, we may have disappointed you in the past, but hopefully we're, you're giving us a chance to redeem ourselves. 
Right. Um, so in those those years, let's talk about it because in those like, in that like year or so that you guys weren't writing together, um, you guys were still playing shows though. You know, but they were like the, the songs that you guys had put out on the previous records. Like, um, did you guys start being like really itching for like we got to do something new? Like we got to we got to freshen this up. And then to bring it to the theme really of the album, like the name of the album and the theme, your day job. Like what what were you guys doing to to like what do you, like what do you do? I know you teach music, Clem. Yeah. Like, I what's your day job, Vince? I work at Starbucks, and then I'm also, oh, yeah, I still work at Starbucks. Yeah. Do you really? Yeah. And then what else? And then uh, I do, with Aaron, we do kids' imaginations, like a kids' group type of thing, so. Yeah, I saw that. Like, yeah. you, like you guys do, well, what is that? It's We're just, like, he plays at, like, little It's like the Wiggles. Yeah, it's like a Wiggles type thing, yeah. yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I thought you couldn't get near kids, like, because the court order. Well, yeah. <laughs> if I'm dressed up and they yeah, can't show up, I am. No. Um, how's that going? Um, it's going all right. You know, just keeping busy, but it's 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 like a it's like a day job. It's not, you know, it's not like Starbucks. It's a lot more fun than Starbucks. But right. Yeah. It, you know. How long have you worked at busy. Starbucks? For ten years now. Get the like. You, yeah. You should be Mr. Starbucks Off and at this on point. For like, ten bucks. Wait, yeah. but you're not still For a barista, years. are you? Huh? You're still a barista? No, I'm still a barista. I refuse. Like I've like, kind of refused to be a manager. Oh, because then you can't tour anymore. Yeah, because right? like, then I can't like, take you the time must off. Like you should be owning franchises right now. At this point, yeah, I should be district manager or you know. Running the show, like are, are people like like you see people that you hire like helped hire like Dude, no, I've you seen up, I've seen people like, <laughs> the last five years that like I've seen you don't little, have the it factor. I've seen little kids turn into teenagers and babies turn into five year olds and like older people get older. And like, they're all coffee addicts. Yeah, they're all like yeah, it's nuts. Yeah, but you don't get depressed because this is music. It's a different direction. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was like a depressing answer. Like, no, no, no. It's no, uh, yeah, the I mean, most soulless yes I've ever. Heard. <laughs> yeah, I guess yeah, I don't get depressed. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. What, what do you do, Derek? Like, what do you do? Um, teach music, and I worked for Apple for a long time, mm -hmm. um, but then I just got tired of that. What? You can't say you're tired of Apple in this day and age. Apple can do no wrong. No, I know it's true. Like it's it's a cool company to work for, but I think just like the retail environment. I want to I want to like find something more further in music, I think. Like I started writing music. Um so I'm like working on getting a, like a writing career going. Uh, did you write anything on this album? Like did you or who writes the songs? Like who writes the songs? We all like, wrote it yeah. together. Okay. But the yeah. three of us, I think. The three of us mostly like did lyrics and arrangements and then but then like, you know, more uh bass lines are written by bass player Brad and trombones are by Brian, you know, so. But, like, the core of the songs are S3, probably. Cool. Yeah. All right, all right. And um, so, r real quick, guys, I got to tell you guys a story, because I, I teased it in the opening. I got to tell this to all the Geekscapists who are out there, and it's a little off topic, but I will forget it if I don't tell it. So, you guys, r you, you uh, Brian, if you guys have been listening since Geek Drum, Brian Clem actually did the theme song for Geek Drum. R you remember that theme song? Do you I remember do. how it goes? Uh, no, it had to do with something. Make sure you set your TiVo for Stargate. Yeah, um, Farscape. No, it didn't have a Farscape. I, no, I named no, Geekscape. I wasn't, I, wasn't, I wasn't into Farscape then. I was into it, but it's not as much as I am now. Right. Um, but but here, here's the funny thing. On Geekdrome, I gave advice, like romantic advice, that, uh, to one of our geek... I guess we're, they were Dromies back in the day. And the, the advice was our, our buddy... Um, Who's that? Uh, the phones are just going off in this episode. So, uh, so, so James Harrigy, who is a, a long-term, like, time Geekscape, uh, Geek Dromy, was uh, was asking me about girls, like girl advice, like, and, 
and he was like, what do I do with a girl? And I said, well, girls don't like guys who don't just beat around the bush. So just cup the puss. And like, that, oh, was, the, that was my advice. I probably got a girl molested that night, but that was my <laughs> advice. And everybody thought it was funny. Like, oh, just cup the puss. You know, grab, life by the, grab the bull by the horns kind of thing, right? And we even have a T-shirt that says cup the puss now. And, um, and so the other night, I'm on Facebook. And James said it was okay for me to tell this story. Um, the other night, I'm on Facebook. And James, uh, Facebook I am me. And I think he's in New Zealand or something. And, he, and, and all it says is, it finally happened. <laughs> like, like that's all it says. He goes, it finally happened. I'm like, I don't know what the, like, I, I don't quite know what age the different geekscapists are at. You know what I mean? Like, like, like I know. <laughs> that I, sounds like the rapist. Well, does, does that make sense? Does that make sense? Like, like I, I, know what, I know what age I think they're at. But it's usually not the right age. Like like Matt Kelly, I think he's 17 years old by like the way he acts. But I know Matt Kelly because I helped organize his birthday this year. And I think he's 26 or 27. If he's 28, he should shoot himself. Uh, <laughs> James, I thought James was maybe 20 because he's a musician and and he's a really good musician. And it turns out James is 18, and what he was talking about was that he finally lost his virginity like the night before. And, he, and, that, and that's crazy oh, that we have a community where somebody could be like. I feel so open with somebody I never met through Geekscape that I'm going to tell you I lost my virginity. And he was so excited. He's just like, I am in me. Like, it happened. And, and, and I just thought I'd tell you because you gave me that advice years ago. And now I realize that that was six years ago. And I gave advice to a fucking 12-year-old. Oh, <laughs> wow. girl's bus. Wow. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> and, and James goes, you could, you could, here's the thing. James says, I could tell that story, but I have to add the detail. That there were two girls involved. What? <laughs> yeah. uh, you need to. I'm, can I get because, advice because, from you? Because because immediately I was like, "Motherfucker, you lost your virginity at 18. Like, come on. Like, like we like I lost my virginity at 17. When did you guys lose your virginity? When did you lose your virginity? Probably? I'm not saying that I have lost it. Get I was the gonna fuck ask out. You're the biggest 18. slut in the band. Okay, 18. And no, I'm not. Yeah, you are. Oh, Derek's the biggest slut. I no, I. No. No. I've been single for a year. Yeah, that's what you're. Sl- yeah, that's, wait, that's, wait, yeah. That's what sl- I, oh, oh, you're saying that you had a, um, you had a monogamous relationship for yeah, well, yeah and I've been single oh. and lonely for a year. So if any, oh, I didn't if know any that. other geeks, oh, I didn't know that. Ladies or dudes out there? How about you? I Vince? stay away from girls. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to Which say is not that even true. Yeah, it's true. James Harrigy <laughs> is a fucking pimp. Like I couldn't believe that. I was like, wait, and he's what? A nerd. He's a geek nerd. I like a comic. James nerd. How does that like, happen? Yeah, he's the worst of us. He's a musician. No, I'm kidding. I don't. I don't know. He's in. He's from New Zealand. So like he probably has an accent, you know. But, I don't know, but I had to share that with you guys because I figured. Well, I mean, because Peter Parker obviously had the in because he had the Peter MJ Parker was a friend. Was, like, he, had a, he was in the friend a, zone a, and he got past the friend for zone. For a fucking nerd, Peter Parker made do like Betty Brant, like like Gwen Stacy, Gwen Stacy MJ. Yeah, like, like the fucker never stopped. But he killed Gwen. Gwen. He quote unquote might have killed Gwen. What? You guys want to talk spoilers? Here's a joke. <laughs> Check this out, Vince. This is fucking hilarious. So, <laughs> so, 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 the, so the other night was the Avengers premiere, and a bunch of you know, like well-known tweet celebrities and celebrities went to the Avengers premiere, like here in, in Hollywood. And you know, some of these people you follow on Twitter, so they they all get it, like at the same time they all get out of the, the the fucking premiere and they all start tweeting, right? And they're all tweeting like how fucking great the Avengers are, like like like. Best superhero movie, like Ed Brubaker's like best superhero movie, kick, hands down. Really? And all these people are like, dude, Joss fucking nailed it. It's amazing, da da da. And I'm like, well, fuck it, I run Geekscape. I'm just gonna make a bunch of fake tweets like I saw the Avengers. <laughs> 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 but, but I did it as a joke. 
right? And I was like, I'm going to make it obvious, right? So I was writing stuff like, didn't expect Avengers to be that funny. The Hulk song, <laughs> wow, they really went for it. Hilarious. Classic Joss. You know what I mean? And then I was writing stuff like, um, the, the post-credit Kang the Conqueror scene, really amazing. Way to go. Excited for where this is going. <laughs> I was just fucking bullshitting, right? And I was getting texts from people like, whoa, did you really saw this here Avengers? I'm like, dude, read the fucking tw- text. Like, there's a, there's a Will Smith cameoing as triathlon joke. Like, it, like Steve Gutenberg is Hank Pym? Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I, like I, I'm making this shit up, right? <laughs> I write about 10 of these things. In the morning, I wake up, and there are a couple tweets back at me. They're like, Jonathan, fucking spoiler warnings, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, whatever. They had a press screening Thursday night. I did not go. But William Bibiani, who used to write for Geek, who still writes for Geekscape occasionally, writes for Crave Online, he went. And I was talking to him today, and I was telling him the story. And he goes, yeah, I read your tweets. And one of them happens in the movie. And I go, what? I was fucking around. And he goes, no, one of those tweets actually happens in the movie. And I was like, oh, shit. Drop it now. Which one was it? I'm not saying shit. But I I accidentally spoiled the fuck out of a major scene in the Avengers. So I haven't deleted the tweet. But it's in there. It's fucking in there. Okay, well, when this is off, tell me. Are you sure you want me to foil it? Yeah, I'm going to see the movie anyway. All right, all right. So this is a song from the new album, right? Yeah. You guys are going to play it. This song's off the new album, right? What's the name of it? Open Up Your Eyes. Open Up Your Eyes. Okay, so here we go. Open up your eyes. Open, 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 open up your eyes. Open
pictures, moving pictures, words and care to see. Now you're living just to even the scoring, everyone's your enemy. Find out of possibilities, toss out of any sympathy. You say that it's not enough. Like, what's that song about? Who wrote that song? Who wrote the lyrics for that? Derek and me. Uh, yeah. I wrote one little tag in it. He wrote a tag in it. And then Brian added some stuff to it. Yeah. That was one of the first ones that we wrote, uh, I think, for the new record. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it kind of triggered the rest of them. So. What's, about, what's, it, what's, the, what's the song about? Anybody? Yeah, well, like anybody specifically? Or, like, what is it? We were just, I think we wrote it about just something that general people could you know like our fans could kind of relate to you know if they're like stuck in a rut and then it's like an inspirational song for them to like get up and dance and go up on make fun of well, the time we were like stuck in a rut too I think. yeah it's like you yeah. you in a fucking starbucks where you said like, yeah. like it's like running through your head totally yeah just sort of taking like our relations and making them more like just general uh, yeah that was that that song giving a soundtrack to what your daily life is yeah right. like, yeah what um like what what's the song that people are responding to? Is that one of them or now that the album's been out like what two weeks? The album's been out a week. It came out last it, week. It came out like ten. It's last been out week, yeah. ten days. Well, we've been like mess- We've been playing that song for almost like two years now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, because that was one of the first ones we started playing that live, but uh, so it always got like a good response. But as far as the album goes, like it's been pretty like across the across board. The board. Like mm-hmm. every song is like a favorite of somebody. Like. Like, we asked our fans on Facebook, we were like, you know, what's your favorite track? And everyone was like, this one, this one, this one, like, yeah. you know, all these different ones. So that's, like, kind of a cool response to get. It's a cool response, too, because it's not like, oh, I like this song. It's like, I love this song. So the songs that they like, their favorites, are the ones they love. It's yeah. not just, we I like it. haven't heard that in two it. years. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, well, usually there's, like, you know, like, a couple that are, like, the popular ones and then, like, a couple throwaway songs. Uh-huh. Like, on any record, like, you know, like, whether it be Filler. us or, like, whatever band makes a record um but I, it's like really cool to see that like every track is a favorite you know listed and all that stuff so yeah how many there's like 15 tracks on the album too right like um, like there are a couple yeah like it's 14 15 fucking yeah. money's worth like like what's the best place for people to buy the the album like suburbanlegends.com if you if you really want to support suburbanlegends.com if you're you don't want to wait and you're lazy itunes itunes, iTunes right. amazon yeah yes. internet and, and, like, if they order it through SuburbanLegends.com, like, they actually get, like, a CD. Because, like, that's the thing. Like, a bunch of bands are just going digital only. Is there an actual no, CD yeah. to it, it or what? No, yeah. The thing is, it, it's not it, – when you, when you order it from us, we're the ones sending it to you personally. Yeah. So we package it from our warehouse, fill it. it it's done personally. It's not done by, like, someone who runs our online store. It smells of you. It smells it's of the us. Same, <laughs> the same price as getting it on iTunes, too. Yeah. So you might as well get, like – you know, you might as well order the full thing and get the actual physical copy and, like – 
you know, that kind of, uh, you know, memorable thing rather than just iTunes files. So. Will you guys sign it for us? Like, you know, yeah. Well, the thing uh, is, it, it, when we did our pre-orders, spelling of you. people would people would put it in the comment box like, hey, can you guys sign this? And we're like, yeah. So if, if, you, if they, people ask for it to be signed, we'd sign it. That's cool. That's cool. Um, and the album's been doing well. Like, it's, it's like a 180 from, like, where you guys were. That's great. They're like, yeah. I mean, were you guys worried that people were just going to forget? They're like, shit, man, we did two albums that, that were kind of, like, had a tepid response. It's over. It's done. Well, I was thinking, like, okay, well, we, yeah, we did those two albums, and maybe we, people, we lost people so much that we can't get them back. But there's people that every time we bring up, put out the new album, they go, well, you know, I thought maybe this album would be different, and it wasn't. But then this is, people are still coming back and giving us another chance to go, oh my God, I almost had given up on you guys and you put this out. And it's just, thank you guys, you're back. Mm -hmm. well, and you guys are touring with, uh, this summer. Like, let's talk about your summer tour because it'll give people a chance to go and see you. Um, your live show's awesome. Like, your live show's always been awesome. Yeah, we're going out with Real Big Fish and Goldfinger this summer just, just for a couple of weeks on the East Coast. Um, yeah, we'll probably do a bunch of shows, you know, throughout the summer just as, as we start booking them, so... But that'll be really fun to just get out there and like play day job songs, you know, for, and get it in the hands of everybody. So, yeah, yeah, we'll get a chance to hear the people's what they when we're touring. Like, oh my god, I bought your album the day it came out, and this is what I think of it. Is there a song people just aren't picking up at all? I haven't had that yet. I mean, there's two so covers. There's two covers on the album. Like, there's yeah. two the two Disney covers. Which what are they? The Can't Wait to Be King and Under the Sea. Can't Wait to Be King. Like those songs you've been doing a while. Like I remember. Can't wait to be king. I got up on stage in like a cougar costume and started dancing around. <laughs> Do you guys remember that shit? Like, that's that's right. That was here in Hollywood in um, at the knitting factory they closed. Wow, remember? That's right. about that. Yeah. yeah, you guys played Can't Wait to Be King, wow. and I jumped up on stage in like a like a cougar costume. It could have been a mountain <laughs> lion. Right. Could have been a mountain lion. Could have been a mountain lion. It was foam form a lion. Um, and uh, and we fucking danced around and shit. I forgot. That was fun. Yeah. In, you guys perform those Disney. Yeah, we, we have to get you. Uh, yeah, they, they could throw shit at you instead of at our dance routines. <laughs> so, um, you guys, um, you guys play those Disney songs a lot. Like, you guys are uh, like, what does that mean? Like a Disney band? When when people say like you guys are a Disney band, what does that mean? Like, we you guys play, play the parks. <laughs> like, how, how we play like inside the park. Probably like, like inside once the a park. month. Uh -huh. Like you, uh, Tomorrowland Terrace, where it comes up out of the ground near Autopia. Oh shit! So we play that like once a month. Usually it's like. Five sets a night starts at seven and goes to like twelve. Five sets a night. Yeah. How long yeah. is the set? Thirty-five to forty-five minutes. Oh my god! And now you guys are in Orange County, so maybe a lot of Orange County people have like park passes. And yeah. do people come out just on those nights to watch you guys play? We're, yeah, we're, it's awesome. We have like a good amount of people coming out to support us all the time. It's yeah. really awesome. There's like definitely a dedicated group of, of kids who like us and like ska music, and they all come out and watch it every time. And it's like that's what keeps the the, you know, the attention going. Because then people walk by that are tourists and they're like, what is this? You know, there's like all these kids and they're having fun and, you know, so on and so forth. So. It's a bunch of like people from the Midwest who are like, they're dancing like a bunch of homos. That from up there with the, with the guitar has funny hair. <laughs> like Clem, uh, like one of the first times I've seen Clem in like a year or so, you came to one, our booth at WonderCon and you, you were like, hey, this is cool. And like, like, Brian came up to the, the WonderCon booth and uh, like within like two seconds he's like, check this out. Have you seen my Joker tattoo? And he pulls almost his fucking pants down <laughs> and you've got a Joker like tattoo. It's from the Killing Joke. Yeah, it's Brian, it's Brian Bolin. Yeah, you've got that, that artwork. Where is it? It's like right above your fucking pube region. No, no like, where it is, is it? to the left okay, of my so stomach. It's like above your hip. 
Yeah. Like right there. And I was like, that shit, must, it's huge too. Yeah. That shit must have been fucking painful. But it was, I, could, I think it's like, if I, I would compare it, I've given birth to many children and I, yeah. that's what I compared it to. <laughs> oh, it was shit. like, it was honestly the most painful thing I've How ever, I almost take? threw up like during it and passed out. It was, but uh, it was, I did like three or four, four hour sittings. Jesus. And like we like we, like are you guys as big in like sci-fi and geek shit as Brian is? Like probably is he, not as much as Brian. Yeah. Like what do you? <laughs> um, I mean, I like sci. I like ancient aliens. Um, that's Ooh. like totally not comic book related. My nerdiest thing though. Like that there might be fucking alien markings on the moon and shit like that, yeah, and like yeah. on the that's on like on Carl Mars. Sagan stuff. Yeah, yeah Carl, Carl Sagan, Sagan stuff. stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not like a the comic cosmos, book nerd, but it's, it's another breed of nerd yeah. that could even be nerdier. It smells just as bad. Smells just as bad, exactly. But you read comics and like you're into like sci-fi shows and stuff like that. Like, I read fantasy books. Yeah, and... uh, you you were commenting while we were setting up for the song. You were saying that. Uh, uh, you're watching Lonely Girl, the Canadian Lost show. Lost Girl. Lost Girl. You, you, I know you watched Lonely Girl 15. No. <laughs> I don't know what Lonely Girl is. Lonely Girl is like that YouTube show that. that I don't have internet at my house. Okay, okay, poor kid. Listen, um, they they won't let you on the internet. <laughs> you, you know, they barely. The, the feds you can't control you the porn hub on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like tapping his feet with a guitar, but the fucking like anklet is. Like <laughs> <laughs> so um, so you uh, you were talking about Lost Girl, and I'd heard of the show, and I know there's some geesecapers who love the show, but it's it's a Canadian show. What is it? Well, Lost pretty Girl. much all the shows on Sci-Fi are Canadian shows, technically. Oh, for real? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, in Canada they shoot those in Vancouver and stuff. Yeah. Um, and you love fucking Stargate. Oh my god, I love Stargate so much. <laughs> you do okay? Do you love Far like Scar- Star? You like Stargate more than Farscape, don't you? Yeah, I like them for different reasons. Like sure. same thing with like I have like different various degrees of like Farscape is just entertaining and I love it, especially since Claudia back and Claudia Claudia back and uh, Ben, ben Browder yeah. were on Stargate. You know, like yeah. Stargate ended, so like okay, we're gonna. I mean, Farscape ended, so we're gonna go to Stargate. Now. Right, right, right. But I like shows like Stargate and Babylon Five. They really build up like like a community within the people that are on the team and just the growing bonds. It's just like, I don't know, you, you kind of grow with the characters and the teams, whereas Farscape is like, oh, little, little character yeah. in the trash can. How did he get there? <laughs> yeah, but like, Farscape I is a little weird. I, yeah, I think like the writing and just the, the camaraderie and it's just like a, I don't know, you just, you just feel a part of the show as it grows. Same thing with like people with like Star Trek and stuff. You, right. know, you almost feel like you're, you're bonding with the show. Did you uh, now early on? Like, really you told you told no no no, it's, it, no it doesn't. We have those conversations like Geekscape every day. But listen, um, on uh, you told me like years ago, and I went down there to be with you guys a couple of years ago that someone in the Acrobats had given you a pilot, like pilot from Farscape, a, a bust, a, pilot. a bust of pilot. Yeah. Do you still have that bust? I have it somewhere. Okay. I think I gave it to my my friend had a shop, and I think I gave it to him to put at the shop. Like a comic shop. What? Like a comic book shop or something? Um, or it was a, a vintage clothing store, but he also sold like books and stuff. Okay, he, was okay. a, he was a sci-fi nerd so it like works. myself. Totally works. Okay. Yeah. So okay. I think he has it right now because I was thinking about that the other day. Like, what the fuck happened to that thing? Because <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was like a – when it was heavy, it was like 50 pounds. And yeah. I think I wasn't as into Farscape then right. as I am now. But now you're like, fuck, I yeah, better get, like, you like, better not lose it. What if he broke it? He wouldn't. Because he's he's he like treasures he, he's a right. comic toy collector and stuff okay. with me like nobody must touch it right um, and the thing is because uh, the back commander because they they when they were doing Yo Gabba they they got their fur their characters built at the Henson Company that's cool and uh, they gave him this bust and he's like can I put this on eBay they said don't this is a limited edition but if you want to get rid of this do me a favor give it to someone that'll appreciate it right and that's the story the back commander told me as he handed it to me I'm like oh 
my yeah. god, this is a close We, we had him, hey guys, if, you, if this is like your first Geekscape, we had Christian uh, MC Bat Commander. We had him on the show like a month ago. So go back in the Geekscape episodes and listen to those um, because uh, it's a really good episode. Like, it's awesome that they actually have a show on TV. Like, like where's your fucking show? Like, you guys... <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? Like, like you guys need a show because I think you guys oh, are friendly. that's a funny story because like, what's the story? Because I know, we're I know, guys, and, and yeah. I bring I bring it up mainly because yeah, there's something there, isn't there? Like, what happened? Well, there's the first one that was on that's probably still on public access. Uh, Keep in mind, I've never offered to get you guys like try and work on getting a show for you guys. You know what I mean? Like, but if I ever got established or something, I'd be like, you know what I mean? Like, that's what I worry about is that you guys try to get like a show, but like, it's it's hard enough for people to get in with studios, period. I feel like get in first and then bring your friends in a band along. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like we, uh, we actually we did a, a pilot. Uh, it's a it's a game show called Pick a Split, the and it fuck? it's like a oh yeah it's this like, is a new this it's is like a, new a it's like a vintage throwback this. to old game shows. Okay. And Neil Hamburger was the host. Uh huh. And they had the you know the pretty girl cheerleader in there. We were the band that played in the back. Like like try and make this goal. Oh, nice try. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're so stupid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so it's actually still being shopped around right now. I just got a call from the producer a couple days ago. I just want to let you guys know the project's not dead. It just takes a really long time yeah, it does. to do this. Well, and shit. You guys want to talk about the other one on that? Yeah, what was the other one? <laughs> what? Oh, well, yeah, that one, the pick a split one was recent. But that then sounds good. That sounded like it might actually work. Yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was a cool idea. And, like, we had fun doing that one. But we did one back in, like, what? I'll, 2005 or yeah, six. Yeah, 2005 or six. Yeah, that's exactly yeah, when. Yeah, around the time where we did the comeback home video, and um, that one was just like really. Uh, I don't know what the best way to describe. We're not actors. It. We're not actors. <laughs> yeah, at least at the time it yeah. was just really kind of awkward. Uh, put put putting together. And yeah. Like, like lines that were written for us, and you know, like just the whole thing was like. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't you guys. It wasn't us. It wasn't right. Us. I, it was like I think if something like that's going to succeed, it's got to come from you guys. That's the other thing, right? Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. It's like people who know us trying like, okay, well, I think this is something they would say. And then you read it and go, ah, oh, that's, you know, that's, that's funny and all, but yeah. that's something I wouldn't say. And then you're trying to say something that you think to yourself, this yeah. is not something I would say. And then you're trying to force it out. And then, and then like a line when I was supposed to say, is that me or you? And it came out, is that you or me? Yeah. It's like, is that a question or is that a statement? You just confused everybody. <laughs> yeah, if you listen to, like, you listen like, to my line on the yeah. show, I mean, if you want to watch it. But like our noses are all bleeding. Or like, what the fuck did he just say? Yeah. It was just the things like. <laughs> but you guys are good friends with the Aquabats. Like, what, what, would they ever like let you guys cameo as like a rival band or like shit like that on, on the Aquabat Super Show? Because that'd be fucking cool. Like, I could see you guys. That's the, the, the reason like most bands you talk to and you're like, okay, they're a band, they're a band. The reason I, I think that there's a flirtation with like multimedia with you guys is because you guys are, are like family friendly to a point. Just don't show people your pube, like your fucking above pube. I show your tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> um, but because you guys, um, you know, you guys have that cool sensibility. You know what I mean? Vince even has like a, like a kid's project. You know what I mean? And you could see why it would cater to that kind of multimedia friendliness. Well, the back commander, we did, we did a show in Arizona. It was like a one-off where both our tours met up and he's, uh, I was backstage and Streetlight Manifesto was playing and he comes up to me and he goes, hey, I think I, w- I want to try and get you guys on Yogi Abba. And I'm like, where do we sign? You know? Right. And this is back like during their first season when it, when it hadn't been as the phenomenon that it is now. It was like 08, was it? Yeah, it was yeah. like sometime around then. And then, so ever, ever since then, I think it took off. I don't know if they necessarily, like it, I think it would be 
there's more priorities to get other Sorry, bands. Sorry, Skrillex is doing it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's like, well, we can get Lil Wayne, Lil John, Lil Jeff, or whatever. That's better for the show. You know, there's obviously priorities there. But with their new show, with the, the Super Show, I think once it's more established, once it's getting, because it's soaring and doing well, I think that, I, you know, if, if it's up to them, I think they would totally do that. They, I think they would love to have us on there. And that, that's something that they would do. They're, they're bros like that. They'd be like, hey, wouldn't it be funny if you guys were on the show and did this? Play like a rival gang, like an evil, like an evil band. Awesome. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm thinking of the episode right now. <laughs> I, I've been in like loud. I, I don't want to spoil it. But I've been in like loud writing mode because, um, like, I wrote a pitch for a project, in it, for my brother, for Paul, and you would fucking love it, Clem. Like, it's literally like Paul. I don't know if I want to spoil it because if, if it never fucking happens, then the geeks games will be like, whatever happened to that idea? But it's Paul playing himself, but he gets transported to another planet. And it's very like Land of the Lost, Army of Darkness, people out of their element. But it's Paul, like three amigos on a fucking alien planet with like Gorn-looking lizard people and shit like that, <laughs> <laughs> and like rubber rocks and like there's I'd like, watch it. There's like three moons in the sky and shit like that. But it's Paul, and he was called there because they saw wrestling and they were like. He is the greatest fighter we've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> we will bring him. He will be the one who free us. He is the one of the prophecy. <laughs> so they, so they, no, it's like Galaxy Quest. Yeah, yeah it's a Galaxy Quest. Yeah. So, they, so they bring Paul through space and time, and he shows up, and he's in there like, fight, you know, fight for us. He's like, you fucking idiots, this shit is fake. Like, he's like, you brought me here to die. <laughs> and uh, I hope it happens. But Have you but, had Paul on the show? Uh, my brother? Yeah, I mean, he's on a couple episodes. I want to have him on again, but like, we just need a good reason, you know what I mean? Like, like have him versus the Aquabats. Yeah, I don't know, but but like like Aquabats is very much in the same sentiment as like rubber monsters and loud shit like that. And that's what made me think of, like as I was writing this, I was thinking like about Christian and like the Aquabats and so in the Aquabats Super Show. And I was like, man, I really want to get this thing greenlit because it'd just be fun to go out in like the middle of fucking like nowhere with Paul and a bunch of people dressed like barbarians and, <laughs> <laughs> and like lizard monsters and shit. And, like, Fighting like, a pro wrestler. Well, there's, yeah, yeah. I won't say too much, but like there's, if you're a wrestling fan, you'll still love it. If you're a sci-fi fan and a comedy fan, of course you're going to love it. But if you're a wrestling fan, like you're technically going to be watching wrestling because like yeah. they, they throw Paul in an arena against a bunch of other aliens and there's spikes around the arena wall, and Paul's like, okay, so if you go over the wall, you die. Oh, it's the Royal Rumble. Let's do this. Like some... Like, oh, that's Royal Rumble 94. Yeah, like, like somehow, somehow every battle is tailor-made to Paul's strengths. <laughs> so he is the... He is the ch- it's like fucking Beastmaster with my brother in it. <laughs> wow, I've heard Beastmaster a long time. So the reason I bring it up is like, Motherfuckers, you gotta make music to that shit. You know what I mean? Like, like it'd be so because it's gotta be like this epic cock rock theme songs and like somebody it's gonna be like it's gonna be just be like wailing guitars. It's gonna be like a, yeah, it's gonna be like a fantasy. Like Doodler, Doodler, Doodler. And we could talk about Doodler because it's my favorite idea for a video for you guys. <laughs> Do you guys? Are you guys? Gonna, what, what are you guys gonna play? Are you guys gonna play Doodler or are you guys gonna play something else? Like, we're gonna play a song called Girlfriend's Pretty that I sing. Okay. Okay. Girl. All right, let me set up for it. But but real quick, let's talk about Doodle Alert because Vince and I did have an hour long conversation. Yeah, going and through, I didn't tell go, you, I didn't tell them. Going yeah, I didn't through tell almost, them yet. we went through almost every song on the album, and I was just like spit firing ideas. And I know I told you this idea for Doodle Alert. And Doodle Alert, how would you describe it, guys? How would you describe Doodle Alert? It's, my heart slowed down. Yeah, it's like a throwback to '80s hair metal, but us doing it and 
kind like kind of mocking it, but like tr- more of a tribute like to it. It's a tribute. Yeah. It's a tribute. It's a tribute, but with like hammed up lyrics about like the dudes from like the OC with like they're like, I can't wait to go to the river this weekend and take, get some silver bullets and yeah. get some bitches and. Yo, watch your jacket. I think your jacket's rubbing your uh, mic. Okay, you're okay. Your mic's fixed. Okay, so um, <laughs> movie magic. Your mic is fixed. Okay, so uh, so so Vince is on the phone with me, and we're going through like every, pretty much like the whole album, every song. And Dude Alert, when you first pitched it to me at WonderCon, hey, we have a song called Dude Alert. It really felt like an anthem for the bros. Oh, you know what I mean? Like Abercrombie totally. and Fitch type. Like, what's up, bro? Just people like, you know, like, like a fucking open air truck driving around looking for chicks to date rape and shit like that. <laughs> collars, collars up, you know what I mean? Like collars up, just bro And immediately, like when Alex sent me the album and I heard the song for the first time, I was like, this is the video. <laughs> <laughs> like, I have it. And it would just be the song. And it's like wailing. It's like, yeah, we're bros. We're loving it. And I was like, okay, well, we, this is what it's going to be. It's going to look like a fucking Abercrombie Fish ad with these intensely good looking people, like these intensely good looking guys, intensely good looking women. And you guys, and there's like a cooler. You guys have your guitars. You all go out to like the park. The, <laughs> the, the frisbee starts flying. You know what I mean? The girls start laughing at the jokes. You guys are playing like campfire songs. On the fucking, you guys are having like a bro out, right? Maybe some people are playing volleyball. The bros are like, Throwing ice at each other, you know, it's like, it's like, it's, it's re- and, and so, and, and so, as you guys start playing, um, you know, uh, the, you know, the guy starts like, you know, you see a guy like massaging somebody, and like you see like the foot rub, and you're like, man, these guys are starting to get these girls like heated up. But when it pans over, you see that the, the dude's just massaging the other dudes, <laughs> and, 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 and and you you slowly ro- realize that the girls haven't been in the video for like thirty seconds, and you're like, wait. There's not a girl in this video anymore. And then the dudes start kissing, and the dudes start taking their shirts off, and they like a slow-mo shots of dudes pouring like milk on their abs and shit like that. <laughs> like, like, but, like, it literally like tricks the audience into watching some of the most sensually gay porn like they've ever seen. It's just dudes rubbing on each other, and you guys are still playing, but you're guys like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> like, like, like this went south really fast. <laughs> it, 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 but the whole time it's fucking dude alert. You guys are like shit. Let's just go with it. Yeah. Whatever. Win in Rome. <laughs> Win in Rome. <laughs> and I told it to your manager, and he was like, "Yeah, I just don't know if we could do something like that because, uh, yeah, it's a pretty risky. Like I know I like that it's loud and it'll probably get attention, but." Just seems pretty risky. And I'm like, what? <laughs> you don't want your video to be a gay porn? When <laughs> <laughs> so you're pitching, like, what is the video about? There's these dudes and like you music think and you they think it's like a, you think it's like a wholesome Americana like 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 Abercrombie Fitch and like halfway through it you realize you've been duped. You're not gonna watch any girls get made out with. You're just gonna watch dudes like on dudes on dudes. And when I told Vince, Vince is like. Dude, that's the fucking funniest idea. But <laughs> when you guys go to the Northeast, there people already yell at you guys because you're stupid synchronized dance routines, and they're already calling you guys fucking gay. It doesn't take that much. That we'd be wa- remember we were walking on the road and someone called called us a fag for wearing flip flops. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> remember that? Fuck it. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> that's the gayest thing. No, we're thing from California. Where was this? Anywhere, anywhere in America. Yeah. Outside, yeah. yeah. I think outside of anywhere in Southern California. Sometimes. Sometimes. Not everybody. There's a lot of nice people out there. Have you ever been, like, hate crimes? Have you guys ever been anywhere touring, like, 
And, and like, well, well, if you guys ever been like in a different city and, and not around the show, because obviously around the show people would know who you are, but like you guys are like, man, we got to get the fuck out of here. Like, no, no hate crimes, but we're like definitely like when we're all together and we show up to an Olive Garden or something. Like, what the fuck? The air just gets sucked yeah, out yeah. of the room, yeah. You guys like in Omaha or something. Yeah, you guys go to like yeah. an Olive Garden and it's like, well, who invited the fans? Bam. Yeah, yeah. Twinkle toes. <laughs> I got your seat over here. We got pulled over in like Louisiana. We had to get out of the van. It was like one in the morning and we, we had to get out and I was in my, my socks and I, was, I had no shoes on. I was like, oh, there's bugs over there. Like, Where are you boys from? Are you city boys? <laughs> Let me see that Joker tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, okay, so what's this, what, what's this song that you guys are going to play? Call it girlfriend's pretty. pretty. Okay, girlfriend's pretty. Let me uh, set the mic up for you. How do you want to do? Do you want to do this one and do that one, or do you want to? Well, do, you don't want to do the solo. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Here we go. <laughs> um. Um. Hey.
Come in. He, come he in? goes around. Yeah, that's awesome. You guys brought your friends. <laughs> that's fucking awesome. Well, I checked myself in here and I said we're doing a Geekscape podcast. That's cool. That's cool. Um, that that's a pervy song. I love your pervy song. It's about sharing the wealth, isn't it? Like seeing a hot girl and being like, well, right, I, I like, know she said she had a boyfriend. It's like that, it up. Like time that you don't want to admit that the girl walked by and you as she walked by you went, you're like, oh my gosh, she smells so good. I've been alone for a year, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> Straight up. But that time when you're okay with, with jogging behind the girl in front of you who's wearing the, the jogging pants, and that's what gets you through your workout. Like, thank God that she showed up. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, I, um, I was running a 5K once, and I was like, man, I'm tired. Like, towards the end, I was like, man, I'm tired. But then this one girl was right in front of me, and I was like, but I'm not slower than her. I'm staying pace with this the yeah. entire time, and it got you through the finish line. That's what I do. Like I'll be like, I'll, I'll be if any of, if any of our fans go to the gym at the same time as me, and they can see this happen. It, that you have a boner the entire time. Oh, we're talking about something else. Oh, got it. Well, yeah, I'll go to the left. <laughs> like, I can I could go to these right over here, where there's these dudes that are you know making their dreams come true and getting their their goal their goals and stuff. And then there's one right here where there's a pretty girl in a workout suit who may not be the most attractive, but she's like, she'll do. She's fit. She's fit. That'll do. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do the ellipticals behind her. No, uh, I did spin class. Is spin class too gay? No. Like, I do spin class. No. And, uh, and, and the, the, there was, like, an empty seat in front of me. And I was like, all right, this is fine. Um, a straight-up 10 comes and just gets into the spin, like, seat in front of me. Like on the bike in front of me, and I'm just like, this isn't gonna, like, this isn't good. This is not fucking good. And because there are parts where you have to get low in the seat and really like grind it out, you know what I mean? And your ass is still in the fucking air. And this thing is like two feet from my face, and I'm just like, <sighs> thank her for sure. I'm I'm like pretending there's interesting shit on the ceiling. Like, and, and when you're cy- <laughs> when you're cycling, like you're looking dead ahead. Like when you're when you're cycling, you're looking dead ahead. And I must have looked like a fucking blind person cycling. You know what I mean? Like I'm looking, every, I'm trying to look everywhere but this fucking girl's ass, which is just like bouncing and fluctuating in it front of my fucking. It, it was grinding in front of my face, and I'm just like, can't. Fu- I'm not doing this, you know, because I would have had a fucking boner in spin class and. 
then you have to fucking get back down on the on the on the seat in spin class. And that shit's not comfortable to begin with. I would have fucking smashed my dick. It was awful. It was, I mean, spin class can be dangerous. I'm gonna try spin class, dude. Go to spin class. You see some fit girls, and you'll cut weight like crazy. Not that you're chubby or anything or like I'm any of that, fat. but but yeah, a little. You let yourself go. Um, <laughs> you really let yourself go. <laughs> okay, so do you guys read you guys read comics at all? Not as much as Brian. Brian, I'd be Brian. lying if I said yes. Brian, what are, you, what are you reading? You're reading like the new Fifty Two stuff and all that stuff. Are you reading? Uh, I'm not reading. I'm not reading the reboot. Right. Uh, I stopped reading newer stuff because it's just so expensive for comic right. books now. It's like three or four bucks for one issue, and half of it is advertising new comic books coming out and new movies <laughs> coming out, and then you get that, that down to like four pages of actual content. Right. Uh, no. Um, and and plus, like, like, like I buy comics each week, and only half of them are usually good. You know what I mean? Like only half of them are memorable. So yeah, it's like rolling the dice. Like why, why not? Why not just wait for the sandwiches. thing to you know? Why not just wait for the thing to be in a trade exactly. and then have your friends recommend it to you? Yeah. You know, because your shopkeeper, of course, is gonna be like, "Oh yeah, buy this. This is gonna be great. Give me money." Yeah. <laughs> do, well, do you remember when uh, when uh, God, who was it that did? Uh, was it was it Bendis that did uh, the Illuminati? Yeah. Yeah. It was Bendis. Okay. Remember when that and happened? The artwork was great. Well, yeah, but it was great because the, well, because the, the new Avengers was happening there. Right. And he was it, so the Illuminati literally took like six or seven or eight months to do because it, there's like, like three or four months in between like certain issues and then you're like, well, I don't remember what happened in the back issue. Absolutely. And it's just like I'd rather just wait when it all comes out. I was reading a Mark Millar book. Well, I was reading uh, this new book. I thought it was pretty cool. It's called Secret Service, and Dave Gibbons from uh, Watchmen does the artwork, and it's Mark Millar's writing. It's I don't really know where it's going, but uh, I give a chance on any of the Millar World stuff. And, oh yeah. And he he did a book. About like super powered soldiers or something like that. Like, what was this fucking book he did with? Um, and it looked great. And as I'm reading this, I was told it Ex Machina. No, no it wasn't Ex Machina. That's Brian K. Vaughn. But yeah. I was like, I was like, I was like going, wait, did they finish that series? I was remembering another <laughs> Millar World series, and I was remembering that I at least bought three issues of it. And usually those those like those things were like six, seven issues long. And I was like, did that shit fucking end? Because I, I know like. When he was doing his Millar world to begin with, like unfunnies like never the, ended. You mean like the Ultimates or no? Before that, he did his own like independent. He does like stuff outside of. Oh, the, the, is that the stuff that like the, yeah. that Kickass was done on? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and before that, he did Wanted, and he did it different publishers, and in only like two or like Wanted was finished. I think the Jesus one, Chosen, was finished, and I don't know if the other two were, but I'm like. Wait, is he just not finishing shit? Like I don't, <laughs> I don't remember because some of it's like not as memorable. But you, yeah. but the artwork's great. But the story, I'm like, wait, did I finish? Like, in all honesty, Brian, like, like just wait for us to recommend it to you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's what Geekscape's about. So just wait for us to recommend it to you. And Secret Service was so like is okay so far. I thought Superior was really cool, except it ends on a. I hate it when the villain's like, oh, did I accidentally give it away? And you're like, come on, really? Like, you're, you're a fucking awesome villain the entire way. And then at the very end, you're like, oops. <laughs> like, um, didn't Minority Port do that? Where, uh, like, the ending of Minority Port, where, like, the villain's about to win, and then he, like, slips. He has, like, a slip of the tongue and, like, gives away his whole thing. Or, or like, the good guy, all he has to do is tape record the villain saying something stupid. It's like, really? All I remember from Minority Port is when he got, like, the eye transplant. Yeah. And he's, fall- he's using, he's using the, the, the strings to get to the sandwich. <laughs> so some screenwriter was like, this scene's going to be fucking brilliant. He's going to use strings to get to a sandwich. sandwich. And Tom Cruise is going to play him. <laughs> like, what the fuck is this shit? Um, 
Yeah, that stuff always, it's like, okay, this villain was super, super fucking smart until you get to the very end, and it's like, click, I just recorded your entire conversation. It's like, dude, how smart is that fucking villain to begin with? Did he really just put up this fucking multi-tiered plot only to just be an asshole at the end and give it away in like a fucking I Am conversation? <laughs> or no, just like, like old-time comics where this, the, the, the villain's giving the banter, and then this is what I'm going to do after, after this chainsaw hits you. Right. And it's like, well, you already told me your plan. I yeah. escaped, and that's how I beat you. I'll be back. Good luck with the shark. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You guys actually did a song about uh, Arkham Asylum. Yeah, well, it's, a, it's, it's called Villain. It's, um, it's about... It was on the it's album Nobody Bought, right? I'm well, fucking no, with you. I'm fucking with you. I'm fucking with you. I'm fucking with you. It's got the... the it talks about the killing joke. Right. And Arkham Asylum. No, who know? wrote that song? The nerd over here? Brian wrote it, and he was like, <laughs> like, like, was that hard to put over? Like, you guys were like... Actually, when I, when I gave the lyrics to Vince, and Vince recorded the dummy, he goes, he comes out of the booth, he goes, wow, this is an awesome song. And it's about... It's about the Joker. The fucking Joker. Yeah. yeah. Cool yeah. I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are you guys going to be doing any more comic book geek-themed star? Like, are you trying to push through, push uh, through your fucking Stargate No, opus? I would love to, but we had this one song that didn't make it on the album. Remember the... I remember I said, oh, I, said yeah. I, wanted, I wanted to write it about Redwall. Really? The little mouse? Yeah. Like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you're fucking straight up. Yeah. <laughs> wow. What happened to it? The song just sucked or what? No, no. The song was good. It's just, it was. It, it didn't w- fit. It, it wasn't finished. Right. And it was rather, we could write another song and put another song EP, down, or we baby. could actually finish the ones we have. Yeah. <laughs> um, you, you know, uh, Matt Kelly, the, uh, bring this up. Matt Kelly, uh, wants to put together like a like we have almost all the songs for like a Henson tribute that we were going to put out for charity. Yeah, we, we were, were talking about doing We that. were talking to you guys about doing uh, Dance Magic Dance. And oh. funny cuz I'm on a big Henson kick cuz I'm watching Farscape and I just bought the new Dark Crystal book from Arkea. Will you guys fucking record a Dance Magic Dance? We wanted to. Yeah, yeah we I wanted thought, to. I, yeah. What would it take? We just we didn't have time to do it. Right, 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 yeah, right. We would love to do it because yeah. I know we were Because you guys doing like a fucking Bowie song, like Dance Magic with the horns and like having different voices for like the different goblins. Well, it's funny because like years ago we would constantly be singing that song. Just yeah. Because well, we I'm in the baby. In the baby scene. So my baby. Yeah. Well, Vince Crying hard. Oh. <laughs> I was fucking with you, bro. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, let's let Vince sing it. I mean, no, no. <laughs> I can do the baby part and the babe goes. It's <laughs> 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 such a fucking awesome song. And, and, and when, 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 when uh, Matt and I were like going, like, what hence the song? going to do what Henson's was going to do and, and, it, and it was mainly like Muppet stuff and, and finally I was like br- like would it be cool if we do something outside of the Muppets and we do like something like like Labyrinth or Dark Crystal and immediately I was like what if this is a real let just do dance magic dance <laughs> it, it was like perfect just perfect the funny thing is Vince and I wrote a song about Labyrinth a long long time a long ago long time ago yeah what was it Matt Blackwood one of our writers calls Labyrinth the most successful child abduction movie ever <laughs> that's, <laughs> what the song, that's what the song's yeah. about yeah. Like the, about the about her calling for the goblins yeah. and then taking the taking the baby. Oops! Right. And yeah, it, that's what the song's about. That's fucking funny. But Matt Blackwood's joke is literally, um, I, I'm paraphrasing. Sorry, Matt. But the joke is uh, that it's it's basically a child abduction movie. Like the <laughs> Dean goes, "Hey, my baby," and he goes, "He goes, but you know, it's a fantasy movie because after 24 hours, the baby's still alive." <laughs> <laughs> Imagine selling that like it's pretty fucked up joke, but it's fucking funny. We want to do a movie about goblins steal a baby. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna do a child abduction movie. The dude's gonna wear a fucking cod piece and like super tights. <laughs> He's gonna dance around with a bunch of fucking goblins. We're gonna have fucking city. Ziggy Stardust <laughs> in the village. Okay, so so let's give give us one more song, and uh, and and I've been told that I can cut this song 
if, if you guys can't do it. Because you guys didn't practice this for the episode. You, I just said, hey, give me a third song, motherfuckers. Yeah. But uh, what's the name of the song? It's this one you're going to try. It's called Just Be Happy. Day Job. You guys want to go to suburbanlegends.com and buy it. All right? And you know what? Whatever shows up in the mail, just be happy. <laughs> All right? Enjoy it. Because they just put out, they put out two albums that the ska fans were mad about. And now just be happy because you got your ska back. Please come back fucking to us. plaid-wearing, suspender motherfuckers. Your silly dances. And your stupid hats. <laughs> All right. Here we go. You guys want to do the horn part? Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. Ready? Tell me that you wanna dance, you got to believe it. Most people in the world, yeah, they got no clue. Singing to the tunes of the same old news. I hope you like your trip, cause it's ending soon. And I, 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 I don't care what to do, just be happy. But don't be a hater, cause haters are so nasty. Born from the same old star, we're all living together. A motherfucker. Yeah, 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 yeah. You heard? You tell me you got something good. Why don't you use it? Stand in front row at the show like you're creating music. Brothers in trouble because the show is on. Passion so hard, yeah, he hates his song. Haters need love, so let's give them a hug. Cause I, 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 I don't care what to do, just be happy. But don't be a hater, cause haters, haters are so nasty. Born from the same old star, we're all living together. So don't, 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 don't be a motherfucker. Standing on my soapbox Love is good but don't love so much To the point where your mind's made up Look around you like everything sucks This life's on your own time Do good work and try to have a good time Try to have a good time I don't care what you do, just be happy But don't be a hater cause haters are so nasty Just be happy But if hating makes you happy Then hate a lot and get happy Born from the same old star We're all living together So don't, don't, don't Don't, 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 don't Don't, 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 don't Be a motherfucker Motherfucker Don't, 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 don't Please 
you, motherfucker. I lost it there. <laughs> I think I covered it up a little bit. That wasn't so bad. That was good. That was good. Yeah. I think we can live with that. Yeah. Today. yeah. That was good. If we're like an impromptu, yeah, add another song. Yeah. Dance, motherfuckers, dance. <laughs> so, guys, the album is called Day Job. It is up at SuburbanLegends.com. You can always, always, always find it at like Amazon and iTunes. But if you guys want the majority of the money to go to these guys in the band who have been nice enough to come on Geekscape, uh, check it out. Um, guys, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having us. we got Clem. we got Vince. we got Derek. This has been great. It's been like old times. It's fun. Now yeah, we gotta figure out what to do for the video. That we can't shoot our gay porn video. <laughs> like we gotta figure out what to do for a video for you guys. Well, we can shoot it and keep it in the vault, and just we know that it's there. <laughs> like, <laughs> <for instance. laughs> it, it'll go in our spank bank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, suburbanlegends.com um, on Twitter, they're Suburban Legends, and of course, like Facebook and all that stuff, they're pretty active on it. Um, they've got music videos on their Suburban Legends YouTube. Just search for this stuff. Um, and yeah, I mean, they've been nice enough to come on Geekscape, so it's the least you can do. Uh, of course, I'm Jonathan London at Jonathan London on Twitter. You have any problems, you want to tell me about how you lost your virginity, email me at Jonathan at Geekscape.net. <laughs> and of course, Geekscape.net is where you can get all our news and stuff. And then search for Geekscape on Twitter, YouTube, Facebook. Be our friend. Tons of features. And uh, we'll keep you up to date with what's going on with these guys. When is your uh, tour start? Uh, June. Yeah, like June, I like I think it starts in it starts in Montreal on like the seventeenth okay. or something. But we're having like a CD Coast? release party at uh, Chain Reaction on May fourth. Oh. oh, that's cool. Yeah, May fourth when the Avengers comes out, we ain't going to that exactly. shit. We're going to <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's gonna see the midnight show, and so they can go to our <laughs> show at night. <laughs> so, uh, so this is what we do: we go see the Avengers, and then we go and talk about it at the uh, Server Legend show in Orange County. Um, you guys on the East Coast, it's funny is Mike. We had Mike Park on Geekscape a couple nice. like a month or two ago. And Mike Park emailed me that he was in the East Coast and somebody listened to him on Geekscape. Like, I don't even know who this person was, but somebody was at, like, a Mike Park show and was like, yeah, I heard you on Geekscape. It was a lot of fun. I was like, oh, that's cool. That makes yeah. me feel good. Like, like, Mike's been a friend of ours for a long time. It means it's working. It means it's working. So, <laughs> yeah. so, so what I'm telling you guys is uh, the, the tour starts in June. Yeah. And yeah. it's East Coast. So go out and support these guys. Listen, you know. They, they went back and, uh, and and gave you the sky you wanted, so the least you can do is show up their <laughs> fucking show. All yeah, right? Um, guys, thanks for coming on the show. All right? Yes. Thank Eric, you. thank you so much. Thank you, Vince. Thank you. Thank you, I have to shake thank all you. their hands. And uh, we'll, we'll see you guys on the next Geekscape. Cool? Yeah. Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>